You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. So here we are, part two of episode 200. I cannot wait for you to listen to this one. Part two, episode 200, for your distraction. Like like we said in the last part, I can't believe it. We did it. We made it this far, Adam. Me neither. I honestly didn't think we'd get to 150, even 100, to be honest with you. I assumed it would fizzle out at some point, but it didn't. It's going strong, and we have no intention of stopping. We even we beat COVID, Scott, when it comes to the podcast. COVID didn't even stop us from recording. We found a way. Life finds a way, Scott. We beat COVID and we beat Donald Trump. You know, when we started this show, we started it almost simultaneously with Donald Trump getting elected president. Yes, sir. And now here we are, 200th episode, and he's leaving office. It's, it's like we came of age with the Trump administration, whether that's something to be proud of or not is to be I, desired. Yeah, but. I don't know if I really want that mantle. I don't know if I want that honor, but <laughs> I guess the the honor I'll take with us is Donald Trump's leaving and hey, we're staying. So um, we're staying. Yeah. So let's uh, let's get into it. Let, uh, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into <laughs> the last set of interviews. If you loved our last guest, get ready for our next few guests. And here we are with our next guest joining us on our very special For Distraction 200th anniversary episode. Uh, she's one of our oldest and dearest friends, Adam. We Years known, we've known this woman. We have known this, this next <laughs> guest for a long time. She's been a guest on the show multiple times. We're yes. excited, excited to have her on. I got, I got some good questions lined up. Oh, uh, our guest, let's welcome... Laura Kale. Laura, thanks hey, for joining Laura. us. Yes, thank you very what much for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. I'm always excited to come and join you for the podcast. It's, it's been too long. Too yes, long. Yes, it has been too long. So, uh, as you long. can see, we're doing this remotely due to COVID restrictions. We've been kind of social distancing a little bit for the past, oh, I don't know, almost a year now. So, yeah, <laughs> we've been kind of doing it this way. It sucks, but, you know... Got it. The show must go on, as they say. Correct. Um, so, how you been? How have you been, Laurel? Like, how have you been since the last time you've been on the show? In my personal life, I've been doing pretty good. I got a promotional uh, a promotion at work, which is exciting. Um, not much excitement going on due to COVID. You know, everybody knows how that is right now. Part of the course. Um, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. 
So, um, a little concerned about how things are going, you know, in the world. But join um, the club. I know everybody. I, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but personally, on a personal level, I'm I'm doing pretty well. That's and good. So I can't complain about that. I'm I'm happy. So. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that you're happy, Laura. I really am. Oh, thank you. I'm happy yes. that you're happy that I'm happy. <laughs> and once this whole thing gets under control, we'll get back together again in person and get a big group together and, and do yes. the show. And, and it'll be a lot of fun. Like like old times. Like yes. old times. That Absolutely. 100%. We'll have, to get, we'll have to get Gianna back on the show, too, when you come on. Because it's been a while, oh, it's been a while since I've talked to her. Yes. Yes. Um, Still but, running around everywhere. All right, so so what we're doing, Laura, uh, we're bringing on some of our old best guests, an all-star lineup of the past, Ooh, and we're just doing like a quick a quick Q and A, if you will. <laughs> Adam has some some fun questions lined up. I've got some questions lined up. We're just gonna hit you with them. You take your time answering. We want to know what's going on, and. Uh, and yeah, we'll just we'll have fun with it. We'll yeah, have fun with Scott it. Scott tends to uh, make some of his a little more personal. Um, for the most part, uh, I tried to go a little more unique with mine. Um, I tried to make all my questions or as many of them as I could different for each guest coming on. So there's going to be a couple overlapping, but you're going to have some unique ones just for you. So I okay. let's let's get rolling, Scott. Uh, okay. Why don't, why don't I'll, t- I'll take the lead this time. You took the lead with the last one. Let me sure. let me go first. Um, Laura, do you consider yeah. pizza and chicken pot pie actually pie? Do you think it's actually considered pie? Ooh. Um, okay. They call them the pizza pie and the chicken pot pie, but he, or, he, or, are you, or are you in the camp of pie is just sweet? Pie is only sweet and tasty. <clears throat> okay, so in my mind, chicken pot pie can be considered a pie because there's pie crusts on the top. I don't know. Fair enough. Um, whereas pizza pie. It's got crust oh, around it. It's got crust around it. It has crust around it. But I, when I think of pie, I think of something that has the crust on top, like a pie, you know? Like, so right. I, I don't know. I'm going to go with chicken pot pie is and pizza is not. Oh, split answer. There we go. I like yep. it. Okay. okay so so my question is a little like adam said a little more on the personal side so we do we do a segment here laura that's called coercive cinema and basically what it is adam and i pick a movie it has to be a movie that that we have one of us has seen that the other one hasn't so okay. for example for example the movie inception I okay. love that movie. I talk about it all the time. I always bring it up on the show. Adam had never seen it. Oh. Okay. And it was it was annoying to me that he never saw it. So with our new segment, we always had to bring a, sh- a movie to make the other and force them to watch it. Okay? okay. So that's how we did it. So one of the movies that I made Adam watch a while back. Oh, God. Here we go. Course of Cinema was the movie. Are you ready? Yes. The movie Finding Purpose, Laura. <laughs> one. One. I, I, I made him watch because I watched them both. I watched both of them back to back 
and yeah. and Adam had never watched either one, and and I made him watch the first one, and he talked about it. And the second one, you are actually in. It's a movie you you were involved with with making, and and that's that's where my question's going about here. Uh, and eventually, I'm going to make Adam watch that for course of cinema. But I wanted to wait until I knew we were going to have you on. You should probably wait till summer. You the- wait till summer for that one, Scott. Right. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So get ready. So my question, I guess, is with you being involved in in filmmaking. Okay. Uh, okay. Give us some of your experiences of being involved with making that movie. And it's two part, two part question. Do you have anything you're working on coming up in the future? Okay, well, <clears throat> I don't have anything currently that I'm working on. Okay. Uh, I may be involved in another film that Polestar Productions is going to be making called Evergreen is the Blood. Um, it's about vampires. Um, I'm excited to see where that one goes. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I'm going to be involved in it or not. Um it remains to be seen. But um, as far as the work on Finding Purpose 2, The Road to Redemption, (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) basically um, the director of the movie, John Rain, um, his real life brother um, had Down syndrome and he passed away. Um, And all his life, John wanted to make a film that his brother could be in. And so he wrote this script as a sequel to his first movie, Finding Purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wanted to include people with um, special needs in it. So he reached out to the agency that I work for. And um, we were lucky enough to help with the production and be a part of the production. Um I found it very interesting to see how, like, there were a lot of takes involved, Um, a lot of reset. Like, it's when you watch a movie, like, you see the finished piece, but there's a lot of just piecing together little scenes and, like, how how many takes you have to do just to get all the angles and stuff for the shot that you want to cover. Um, It's very time consuming. Um, it's very enjoyable to, to do. I mean, for me anyways, um, it's fascinating to see how it all works, but, um, it does take a lot of time just to set up like a one or two minute shot. It can take like an hour or two to get one to two minutes. So that just, it's crazy how that works. Um, did it feel like being on the set of like clerks or something? (laughs) No, I don't, I don't know about that. When but. I watched it, I got major Clerks vibes just because of the way it was made and how indie it was. So that's kind of, it's kind of what yeah. I got a little bit. Yeah, no, it's, um, John Rain is an indie filmmaker, so like, he definitely works. Yeah, <laughs> it's, what did you think of Finding Purpose, the first one? What was your opinion? I couldn't appreciate it for what it was because I was, he gave it to me in the middle of the semester. And so I was in the middle of working and doing classes and I was exhausted and I'm sitting here watching this movie and it's very much an indie movie. You got to understand that going into it. But when I was watching it tired and exhausted, I was like, why am I wasting my time watching this movie? I could be taking a nap right now. 
That's kind of my attitude. Okay. That's kind of. I okay. think if I would have watched it over Christmas, if from. if it was like summer or Christmas, and I didn't have to worry about that kind of nonsense, I probably would have appreciated what it was a little more. But that's kind of yeah. where I was then. Yeah. See, Laura, don't, don't, he, Adam can be a cynical asshole sometimes. <laughs> uh, I, I'll be. Str- I'll shoot straight with you. The All movie right. was a little tough at first. It was a little. Yeah. It was a little tough to chew on. <laughs> I loved the ending. The ending made me laugh out loud. But yeah. the second, but the second movie, I yeah. bawled like a baby. I Seriously? cried. Oh, I bawled, bawled like a baby. Yes, <laughs> I like this. I like the second one more than the first one. Yeah, I could see where. I I think there were. I think my friend actually helped write some of the second movie, so that could be where there's the difference in it. Um, okay. I know he did write the beginning, that mm-hmm. took place in my place of work. Um, but yeah, so it was definitely a fun experience working on that movie. I, um, I have a lot of questions about those movies, but, uh, this is a quick Q and a segment. Oh, Let's sorry. save that when we get you back on and I'll make Adam course of cinema, the second film. It'll be, we'll put, we'll put yes. it all together. So yes, I want to hear you. Adam, sorry about the cynical asshole thing. <laughs> no, you know what? True, you're, you're you're right though. You're right. You know you can't po- never apologize for the truth, Scott. Just just don't. If the, if the shoe fits, okay. Exactly. Uh, All right, your turn, Adam. Back to my nonsensical, mindless questions. Um, I'm sorry. So here's my next one: Voldemort and the Emperor from Star Wars are drowning. Which do you save? You got to save one. Who do you save? Oh Jesus! I don't know. <laughs> I, I know it's a tough question. It's a toughie. The emperor, because I don't like Voldemort's face. <laughs> that's that's my answer. Oh, so the prejudice answer. Okay, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yes, yes. That's my that's my question. Oh, yes. So you're racist to <laughs> noseless people. Oh, I <laughs> Hail noseless people. What? Has you got to get a tan for to get your attention? Is that it? <laughs> Oh, you don't like reptilians, huh? Hey, you don't like you like snakes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, Scott. All right. Okay, so, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit her with it, Adam. Here we go. My age old question, and I might have asked you this before, Laura, but you're gonna have to answer it again. Okay. okay. Who would win in a fight? Okay. An adult, full grown male African lion. It's a great question. Everything. Not female, okay. male, male okay. African lion. Okay. Or, and I hate to use the non-PC term, but I, when you say fifty small people, like like <laughs> dwarfs, like midgets, I know okay. midgets. Midgets is the bad word. We don't. Hey, like hey to use you that can't word. say dwarf scots because dwarfs are fairy tale creatures. Remember, you I you gave me shit for this. You gave me shit for this a few episodes ago when we were talking about, about Snow White and the Huntsman. That that dog people? turd. Yeah, little people. But but I don't mean people. like just short people. No, like, little people is the is the great term. I'm pretty sure it is. Our friend Gianna is a short person, but she's but not a little person. person. She's not a little person. Though. But we're talking like, like 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 fifty Peter Dinklage, okay? <laughs> fifty Warwick oh, Davises, okay? Okay. Fifty little people Ooh. versus a lion. Who wins in a fight? Versus one adult male lion. <laughs> oh damn! I'm gonna go with the little people. 
They're they're some feisty bastards, right? Yeah. <laughs> like they're they're gonna take that line down. According okay. to Washington.edu, the terms "person of short stature," "little person," and "dwarf" are commonly used in the United States to refer to a person with a medical condition called dwarfism. Oh, so dwarf wasn't bad. Dwarf. Okay, dwarf is okay. So like, you could just be a regular person. You could be a regular person who's like, who's like four foot nine. And they're just like a small person, but they're not yes. a dwarf. You know what I yes. mean? I mean, yes. regular dwarves are regular people too, Scott. Come on. <laughs> Shit. Shit, Adam. <laughs> not wrong. God, we're getting really racist this episode. Oh, okay. Way to go, way to go, I'm Scott. So sorry. All right, okay. let, let's let's bring let's bring it back around. Here's a classic yes. 90s question. Backstreet Boys are in sync. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna go with. In sync, I think I like their music better. Okay, little, little bye bye bye. That's yeah, little bye bye bye. Little, little JT Although in the house. I do, en- <laughs> I do enjoy Joey Fatone now. Like, have you? He's hilarious now. Not Fatone, not then. I, well, you didn't see his crazy ass personality back then. But they all had crazy ass personalities. In I, fairness, well, I, in fairness, I know. That's true, but um, yeah, I'm gonna go with in sync. In sync, all right. Liked, yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's what I had. Scott, you got another question? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Laura, if you could be any kind of dinosaur, <laughs> what kind of dinosaur would you be? And hey, why? hey, hey! This sounds like my kind of question, Scott. What are you doing? <laughs> if I could be any kind of dinosaur. Yes. From oh, any man. period. From any period. From any period. Uh-huh. Oh, man. What's the one that has, like, the collar that flips out? Oh, the one that yeah. ate, uh... Oh, D- Dennis, Dilophosaurus. Dennis yeah. Nedry Dilophosaurus. in Jurassic Park? Yeah, Dilophosaurus. Yeah. The I spitter. would do that, because that's, like... Yeah, because it's a majestic motherfucker with that little... I concur. Little, I... I <laughs> Walk around, just pop that thing out, scare the shit out of someone. When and... Newman from Seinfeld was getting eaten in that scene, I couldn't think of anything else but majestic. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Some <laughs> majestic creature right there. Some majestic motherfucker right there. It spits, it spits boogers at you to make you go blind. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right, uh, I got a movie question for you, Laura. You love movies. Okay. I would say you're a bit of a cinephile. What I, I would say, I think consider that. If you could only watch movies from one filmmaker for the rest of your life, who would it be? One filmmaker. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks. That was a that was Mel a Brooks. faster answer than I thought I was going to get. Honestly, I appreciate Mel it. Brooks. I right. love Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks does make a lot of amazing movies. His <laughs> movies are ridiculous, and I love it. It's just yes, Mel Brooks. He's my guy. Okay, well, I wish I would have asked this question before you asked yours, Adam, but this is a very important question. This question makes me really judge someone's character if they oh, answer shit. the correct way or the wrong way. And, oh, and I know when I, it's hard to pick just one. Okay. I, I, like, like, I said, like I said before, it's like picking your favorite kid. So you can name a couple. You can name a couple if you want, but I want to know all time. All time favorite 
movie Laura? Oh my God, that's a terrible question. How am I supposed it's to It's horrible. Say? I know. It's you can a pick lot a harder than mine. Oh shit. Um. Oh man. And I will be. Um, I will be judging your answer. So take that into account. Okay, one of my all-time favorite movies is My Cousin Vinny. That's a great movie. <laughs> um, I also enjoy Steel Magnolias. I don't know if either of you would have watched that. I've seen it. It's, it's more of a chick flick, but it's a good one. Um, so those two... Oh, God, I don't even know. Mo most of my favorite movies came out when I was younger. Like, I, I have an affinity for, like, the 80s, early 90s movies. So, but, yeah, I, I would say that probably My Cousin Vinny is my favorite. All right. You answered correctly. I'll that's allow a, it. Okay, good. That's a, that's a solid pick right there. I'll allow it, yes. Uh, I've got um, one, maybe two more. Um, yep. Two more if we uh, need it. But my next question for you, Laura, I like to do this thing that I've heard. It's something I'm stealing from another podcast. Um, they do it. It's a game they do all the time. It's called A Million Dollars, but it's basically like you get a million dollars, but this or whatever, some crazy thing. So you get a million dollars, but every time you eat, a Looney Tunes style version of that food appears across from you and has to watch you and comment during the meal. You take the money for the rest of your life. Every time you eat anything. Could be a piece of celery, and a cartoon Looney Tune celery will appear across you, and you have to comment you and be like, "Oh, oh, so you're gonna you're just gonna bite me in half? Is that what you're gonna do? Like, what's going on?" Or like, if you have a hamburger, some Looney Tunes cow is gonna appear across from you. Oh man! <clears throat> and you're the only one that sees oh, it, by the way. <laughs> oh, that would be really, really strange. Ooh, I, I would take the money take the money i think i think you have some interesting conversations yeah. during those meals i'll say that yeah yeah it, it could be i mean I, I don't get to see a lot of people right now because of covid like it'd be some interaction with somebody other than myself so there you go. <laughs> next thing you know you're eating a hot dog that somebody sneezed covid over and then a covid cartoon appears across from you like oh shit <laughs> exactly yeah. there we go all right my next question is kind of a two-parter. Uh, we've talked a lot about movies so far. We haven't really mentioned TV shows yet. Okay. So I want to know, first, part A, what are some shows you're watching right now, Laura? And okay. B, if you had a free second where you don't have anything to do, you got some time to kill, and you throw on... A TV show or a series mm -hmm. from the past that's like an all-time great. You can just put it on for background noise. What would you pick? Okay. Um, well, right now I'm really into Big Sky. I don't know if you guys have seen that. I um, It's on ABC. It's kind of a thriller. Um, John Carroll Lynch is in it. He's been in some of the American Horror Story seasons. But um, it's a really good show. Um. Big Sky and the other one, I so I had not watched Handmaid's Tale. I just started watching The Handmaid's Tale with some friends of mine. Um, I watched that, yeah. That is a severely fucked up show, but it is so good. So fucked up. 
so good, but it's so hard to watch. That's why I, I didn't watch it. I, I couldn't watch it at the time. I, I got, I, I don't remember what season I was on, but I had to stop and take a break. It got yeah, a little heavy. It, it got it's a little heavy. very hard to watch, but it's such a good, sh- like, it's, it's a good show, but it's really hard to watch. But I, I enjoy it. I mean, so those are my, my two that I'm really binging right now. Uh, um, I'm going to interject here. That show Big Sky, is that the show that has, what's her name, that Natalie Lind in it? Is she in it? That blonde it, girl, really pretty blonde girl. Might be. Ryan Phillippe was in it. Oh, maybe he I'm thinking like something different. The main star. That's kind of why I started watching it. But um, but okay. no, it's it's a very good show. You guys should watch it if you like, okay, like yeah. thrillers and. It, Does it take like place a, in Big Sky, Montana? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've actually and, I've actually been skiing there. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. The okay. the name I can't remember the name you said Scott the name of the blonde it stars in that show is Catherine Winnick. No, not her. I, that's that's what I'm seeing right here, a blonde actress. So yeah, it's younger girl. She looks pretty. She uh, looks pretty. It might be one of the. Oh, it's about teenage girls that go missing. Did you say Natalie Allen Lind? That's her. That she's in it. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan of her. She was in the show. Uh, we lost Laura. Hello. You there? Yeah. Lo- Did we lose Scott? No, we lost you for a second. Can you I'm see? Here. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, there we go. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Anyways, yeah. So, um, good show though. Um, and then as far as a an oldie but a goodie that I would keep watching. Um, you know what I've been meaning to rewatch is Scrubs. That's a great one. That's a great one right there. I I loved Scrubs when it was first on, <coughs> and I would totally rewatch that. And, and um, also toyed with bringing the mic back out because I got the entire series on DVD, and I I I love the Mighty Boosh. Like it's just one of those shows you just throw on and not think about anything and just laugh mighty so. boosh is great too i do, I do like yes. that have um yes. i was talking about the show before to you scott have you seen the series snowpiercer oh what's that did you did you ever see the movie snowpiercer the one about the train that's in like post-apocalyptic winter and it's like the back of the train is all the poor people and the front of the train is like all the rich people it stars uh uh captain america what's his name i think Chris Evans. Yeah, they turned that into a TV series uh, of similar thing, different characters, but similar premise. And it's now on. The guy from Hamilton's in it. Yeah, one the guy that played um, Thomas Jefferson is in Hamilton. uh, From Hamilton is in stars in the show. It's on HBO Max now. So I meant to tell you about that, Scott. It's on HBO Max now. So I'm gonna get back into watching that. So it's it's a very good show. I might have to start that one. And I'm curious about Big Sky, too. So. Yeah, me too. It's, it's okay. a good show. Okay. You any more, do you have any more questions, Scott? Uh, no, that's it. I'm pretty much done. Do you have any more, Adam? I'm, I think I'm tapped out, too, for my questions. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, wait, we got to do uh, one more thing, Scott, before we sign off with her. We have, Remember, we oh, have... Oh, the douche of the day! Yeah, we're bringing back... Douche douche. 
How could I forget? Yeah, we so, almost forgot. Shit. Almost forgot. So we uh, we had this old segment that we used to do, Laura, called Douche I, of the Day. I you remember. remember. <laughs> so every time we would nominate uh, someone for Douche of the Day, and uh, we would vote who was the douchiest out of the nominees, and that person would be awarded with Douche of the Day. We decided for our 200th episode to bring that segment back. And I nominated two people. Adam nominated two people. So we're asking all of our guests to vote on our four nominees to get a vote. And at the end, we'll tally them up, and that person wins douche of the day. Okay. Okay. So my first nominee, I nominated Shia LaBeouf for douche of the day. So... A little backstory here. Shia was our douche of the day many times in the past. Yeah. We felt that he redeemed himself. He made it up to us. So we, we were happy with Shia. And then it's just come out all kinds of horrible things about him and uh, how he treats his significant others, how he is like verbally, mentally, even sexually abusive to them. Oh, wow. Yeah, Sia, and, Sia came out, I guess they had like a secret relationship or something like that, and she uh -huh. came out and said, because right now he's dealing with a lawsuit right now because somebody's like trying to charge him with being sexually abusive to her, and Sia came out publicly and said, yeah, like we were kind of a thing for a little bit, and he was very mentally and uh, verbally abusive to me during the relationship. I saw that she like cut ties with him. <clears throat> yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that was our that's our first nominee. Okay. And um my second one, I nominated Donald Trump for douche of the day. Uh mainly now it's because of uh him not conceding the election that he clearly lost and now inciting all of these crazy idiots to riot and storm the Capitol and, and you know you know where we're going with that. So yes. Yes. I, I mean He's totally a douche for doing that. Yes. So he is my my other nominee for douche of the day. Yes. Uh, okay. And I have two as well. My first one is Mitch McConnell for being an unbelievably bastard uh, person. So he's just a terrible individual. He's the devil himself. So Mitch McConnell. He prevented us from getting the $2,000 instead for the stimulus. It's not only for right. that, but that is part of it. Yes. That's a big thing, Adam. That's it is a big, big thing. thing. He's done all, he's done probably a lot worse, but that's a big part of it. The other one yeah. is rapper Playboy Cardi. Uh I don't know if you know mm -hmm. who he is. He is a rapper. Uh, every single guest that we've had on that I've said that has said who. I've never heard of a, any music from him, but uh he is apparently Iggy Azalea's the father of Iggy Azalea's child and she recently just had a baby. Uh, by him and the reason why i'm nominating him is because while she was giving birth to their child he was at home playing playstation wow yes that's that's pretty douchey it is so that's i decided i thought it was a funny story and i decided to nominate him so now it's i know 2020 2020 just ended <clears throat> but 2021 it we're no short supply of douches so yes <laughs> which is unfortunate yes so now right. it's on you to vote on who you think Douche of the Day should be. I'm going to say this person needs to be Douche of the Century, and I'm going to say it's Donald Trump. Donald like, Trump. Okay. Seriously. Donald Trump. Douche right. of the fucking century. Okay. Anyway, that's my vote. I'm sorry. One vote for Donald Trump, and we'll tally it up, and 
you'll have to listen to the episode to find out who wins at the end. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> well, thank okay. you, Laura, very much for coming back on. We'll have to ha- bring you thank back you on guys. for a regular episode sometime in the future. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy having these with you guys. So. Yes, absolutely. You know, listening to these interviews and our guests calling in remotely makes me appreciate being here in person with you, Adam. It does. It makes me love Yeah, it. the 200th episode wouldn't have been right if we couldn't be in the same room drinking our Lone Star beer of the show together in person. Always together. All right. Well, let's get our next guest out here. What do you say? I love it. And we're here with our next guest. This is an oldie but a goodie. He has been on once on the show, um, but the one time he was on the show, it was pretty awesome. He's He definitely has some experience doing podcasting and things like that on the internet. Uh, we're bringing back Josh Watkins. How we doing, man? Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy. It hey, is my yeah. boy, my boy. I've been waiting to get you back on uh, for a while now. Last time you were on, you had just come was, from uh, a renaissance fair, I believe it was. Yeah, and oh, I was man. a little drunk already, and then you guys gave me <laughs> and more beers. And if I'm not mistaken, we were drinking Gold Monkeys, too. And yes. uh, boy, was I a little wasted. I went back and listened to that episode, and I was like, you know, maybe I should have just had it. <laughs> No, so we had been wanting to we had been wanting to have you on as a guest for a long time, and it finally worked out. And it, in proper fashion, it was par for the course, though. Yeah. So you show up, you show up in my house where we had our studio set up pre-COVID. In, in you walk, hammered out of your mind already, in a kilt, <laughs> yeah. long flowing dreads. I'm like, this is incredible. This is this is all. You, you look like the guy who stormed the Capitol. Like you, yeah. like you look. Like... <laughs> yeah, I think he he might have got wind of a picture of me on the internet, <laughs> taking a little bit of inspiration off of there. But yeah, man. No, yeah. it's good to be back. It's great to be back. It's uh, it's fun talking to you guys. I try to share your stuff every time I can, especially when I see something neat and exciting coming out. It's mm-hmm. a huge movie, guys. Anytime I see something, I'm like, hey. Talk about this. I cool. see you on I see you on Facebook all the time. You're uh, doing a lot of streaming now. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I got into it. Uh, dabbled a little bit, you know, a couple years ago, and uh, I got on a like set schedule again. So like now I'm back at it Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and just well, trying to like where can they find the... you? You know, uh, I Twitch and I also Facebook. So it's uh, Twitch.tv slash Infinifractal. I n f i n i f r a c t a l, and that's the same for uh, Facebook, but it's Infinifractal Gaming. But you know, just like to you know game and have fun. I'm not exactly a pro gamer or anything, but yeah. it's exciting to be on and you know bullshit with people. It's almost like this, you know. It's kind of exciting to just have people watch and you can like interact while you're doing it. Because how many times you've been over a friend's house when you're sitting there on the couch and they're fucking gaming and you're like, yo, pass the sticks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're still watching somebody play games. We've done it all our life. And, you know, people uh, will kind of like poke fun at it. They're like, you're seriously watching a person play video games. It's like you just sent four hours in front of a TV and watched somebody play football while you didn't. I, wa- so, I like, watch some gaming content on YouTube and stuff like that, too. Sometimes. <laughs> I've actually wanted to get into like streaming and recording my own YouTube videos. Um, at some point, but I only just upgraded my computer situation. I remember I told Scott about this years ago. I was like, you know, I'm thinking about getting into the YouTube game, you know, maybe just recording gameplay and, you know, commentary and stuff like that and uploading it. And this is early on in, like, Scott getting into podcasting with me. He's like, dude, that's kind of weird, isn't it? And I'm like, 
yeah, it is, but you know, it now is it's it a is. dime a dozen. Yeah. There's so many now. Yeah, exactly. it's it's hard to get up there, man. You got to find a game that's good or some people that really enjoy the way you do stuff. But uh, or yeah, you if you're like trying to people to play Minecraft with you and then scream and yell at the screen all the time, you know. Oh yeah, always, always uh, popular. You're into like YouTube stuff. There's a good channel. There, it's uh, five drunk guys play blah blah blah. It's like whatever. It's just five drunk guys. Like they're my favorite episode. They five drunk guys play Outlast. And they're just like wasted on a couch playing a horror game, and it's hilarious. It's just loud as all hell, and <laughs> you can hardly hear anything. I'll have to check that one out. Um, yeah, I briefly went over this with you beforehand, but we're doing just kind of a quick interview session. You know, it's not going to be a full episode. Uh, listeners have already heard a couple of different interviews so far, so they already know what's going on. You know, we're going to go back and forth. The guys just ask you questions, kind of up, get an update on what's going on, and you know, see where things go. All right, dude. Shoot. Uh, I'll ask the first question this time because Scott has been going first in a lot of these ones. So, uh, as I've said before, I tend to go with more of the weird questions, more like the shower thoughts, or you get so high, you're like, huh, I wonder what's going on with this. Um, so, the first question Do you consider pizza and chicken pot pie actually pie? Do you consider that actually pie? Or are you in, the, would... or are you in the camp of those people that are like, oh, pie is just a sweet thing? It's, that's not real pie. No, no. I, I would consider a chicken pot pie or any pot pie to be a pie just because it's got, you know, the top over, you know. So in the, the term of pizza, I would consider pizza like an open face pie, like, you know, half of a sandwich kind of deal. So you don't have like I would consider a calzone more of a pie than I would a pizza. But, so uh, yeah, pizza is not sure. an open face sandwich then? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it technically could be, too, if you think about it. I mean, you got bread <laughs> on the bottom. You got a little bit of toppings. You got your meats. You got cheese. There you go, man. At a certain yeah, point, food is just food. Everybody, it all breaks yeah. down to food. So, yeah, it's definitely uh, sustenance, and right. people need that. All right. Yeah. Scott. Okay. All right. So uh, we were briefly talking about your gaming right now. How you're you're streaming your gaming, which is cool. Uh, this is our 200th episode of our podcast. You also have a podcast. Uh, you said you're kind of on a hiatus now. We know it happened to us. Life gets in the way. Yeah, it, it's it's a constant struggle we have. But uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast and when you guys come back on the air, how can the people listen to you? Um, basically, okay. So if you guys haven't listened to my other one, I think I plugged it then too. But uh, extraordinary expletive. It's our podcast. We had the idea. Me and my buddy Kenny talked a couple years, and then running into Adam, like he's like, "Oh, I'm doing a podcast with Scott." I was like, "Get out!" I was like, right, "That was inspiration." I was like, "Kenny, we got to do it." Like other people are doing it, we should too. But uh, mm -hmm. we we discussed music. Um, our idea was we want to you know bring about a different side of music because we're metalheads, but we also listen to everything. So we wanted to give people like our take on stuff and kind of give them an open-ended slash open-minded opinion on something that may or may not like. And then once a month, what we do is try to get a local artist on the show, have them play for us, and then record a live set, and then shout out them and send anybody to their page. If they follow us, go check them out. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, we've traded likes back and forth with people, but we just wanted to breathe life back into the music scene in the local area because growing up as a teenager, you know, I was in a couple bands and stuff, and, like, there were so many times you could go to a show every single weekend and now it's just like all right you could go to Susie dogs maybe like once every other month or something like that so it's just i just want people to know that there's still stuff here you know it's not just you know los angeles it's not just like you know big 
city New York people. It's not just Nashville that has music. There's music and inspiration that happens everywhere. And a lot of time it's kind of swept under the rug and you don't really get to listen or really feel the stuff that these people are putting out. So that's what we're trying to do is just shed light on these like local artists and show like, hey, man, there's really good music out here. You know what I mean? There is, um, yeah. Like you said, we are on a hiatus currently. Um, one, COVID was a big hit. We couldn't bring anybody else on. We had uh, two people lined up. One was a uh, pianist from um, Pittsburgh. She does all of her own original stuff, and then she also does covers monthly on YouTube. And she's pretty cool. My buddy Dave introduced me to her. And, um, you know, uh, like you said, life gets in the way. Uh, I drive truck now, so basically every single week my schedule was changing well i finally got myself on like a solidified run so i actually have a set schedule now and it's tuesday to saturday is when i work well kenny my co-host was also on tuesday to saturday i was like dude we're on the same schedule again hell yeah <laughs> we did one podcast and then the following week he went to a monday through friday so now we're stuck on this trying to find time to do it thing and uh i don't know maybe we can make it work out on a monday morning or something like that but it's just rough i um I wish I could be up at 200 episodes like you guys, but I think we got up to about 40. But if we come back on um, Extraordinary Expletive, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play Music, we're on Apple Music. You can find us on SoundCloud as well. And uh, basically right now, that's about it. If um, Awesome. Yeah, it's very awesome. Um, do you guys usually try to get together to do it, um, like in the same room kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, this is this is mind blowing to me. I never thought about doing it remote, you know. So that's I was gonna uh, say, yeah, if you guys want to like get it uh, get it back up and go and do it remotely, like kind of what we're doing, it sucks doing it. It's better doing it in person. But, yeah, but at least it keeps it going a little bit and it keeps you know up with it. You know, if you're interested, like OBS. Is, yeah. I'm recording on OBS right now, and that's a great um, way to do it. Nice, convert it to an MP3 and just put it out. So yeah, yeah, that's what we use too, um, especially because uh, most recently. A couple of our episodes aren't currently on the Spotify. They are strictly uh, Facebook Live video. So if you go to our Facebook page, you can check them out there. And that was uh, once every other week. We're popping on Facebook Live. So it was cool because then you got people who are listeners who'd come in and you know interact with us or ask questions while we were doing stuff. I think uh, one of the funnest ones we did uh, most recently, we did a music trivia episode where um, we had a couple prior guests, much like you're doing now. And we all sat down and just shot off questions. Kenny was like the uh, master, if you will. And then uh, at the end, the uh, prize was uh, this here. Old school, Scott, you might even remember this. Look at this. NSYNC and Britney Spears combo. <laughs> Whoa, the Yo. combo. And I believe this came out in like a McDonald's promotion or something like that. But this was oh, the, man. the top prize for whoever won. Um, That's amazing. I didn't. But yeah, you know, it's just fun shit like that. I think we tried doing like the Facebook Live uh, kind of stuff once or twice, but we had less fun because we were talking politics during it, so uh, it became uh, it wasn't as enjoyable. Yeah. I think we better not do that next time we do that. Um, <laughs> hey guys, welcome to Dumpster Fire, the podcast. How are you yeah, doing? Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, all right. Uh, my next question. Uh, this is one we've heard before, but I want to hear your opinion on it. See if it's any different. Um, it's a fuck Mary kill question uh fuck mary kill shredder skeletor gargamel go oh boy yeah, oh boy it's tough i think kill i'd probably have to say i would want to kill uh shredder uh for sure uh he just uh you know kind of pisses me off um i would definitely uh i definitely probably i don't know jeez 
I think <laughs> whose cheeks whose cheeks are you smacking right now? I think I would I would definitely <laughs> smack Gargamel's cheeks just to try and put him in <laughs> yeah. the face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just grab him by the top of that bald head and just you know, it's like even put a plunger on the top of it and just really pull his hair. <laughs> if you, want it, you know what I mean? And I'd have to marry Skeletor because uh, that would put us both in a seat of power. You know what I mean? Because I mean, who wouldn't want to be married to a sick bod like that? You know what I mean? And he's so, good. what if he's ugly? He wears a mask all the time. You he's know? got ambition too. You know, he's got yeah. ambition. Yeah, he's got you things. Get to he li- wants you get to, to live at Snake Mountain too. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Have yeah. like little little like people like do stuff for us. You know, that'd be mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Right. yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> the Gargamel threw me off. I'm like, who the hell is Gargamel? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> all right. So this is one I, I tend to ask. If I've asked you this before, I apologize. I don't remember who I've asked. Who would win in a fight? An adult male African lion or 50 midgets? Hmm. Like, do the midgets have anything besides their bare hands? S- small bare hands, yes. I'd, I'd probably say the 50 midgets. I'd have to okay. say the 50 midgets. Because... Uh, I think you know there's a lot of strength in numbers. And uh, have you ever seen a midget pick stuff up? Like, like they're strong. They, aside from being small, like look at the dwarves, and you know, like yeah, they were huge. They were always swinging axes and stuff. I feel like if a midget punched me in the face, one, I'd be kind of pissed off. I wouldn't really want to hit him back. But like thinking in the terms of a line, when I seen that many people, I'd realize I was outnumbered and probably want to run. I think if a small person punched me in the face, I'd be more shocked than anything else. I'd be like, "What yeah. the fuck?" You know, uh, I've seen some of those but... those uh, those wee wrestlers. Yes, they're, they're nuts, man. They're nuts. Yeah. I'm taking them too. Yeah, they were down at Thelma's, man, doing that yeah, two, was... two years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Off topic, but um, same same uh, thread here. But me and my wife, she'd never seen me myself and Irene. So mm. I, I got her to watch that in the very beginning scene when the midget dude pulls out the nunchucks and starts beating <laughs> his ass on the stairs. Like, what would you do at that point? He's just like, stop. No. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's probably what the line would do. Look, what are you doing, dude? Get off of me. All right. Um, on to the next one. I, with my questions, uh, there were some overlapping ones, but I tried to make a few of them unique. Uh, okay. to the person that we're talking to in general. And I think this is one of the more unique ones that I haven't asked anybody else. If you had to choose between going naked or having your thoughts appear in a thought bubble above your head every day, which would you choose? I'd have to go uh, naked, probably. Naked? Yeah. I can't blame you on that one, honestly. I mean, that's a regular day for him, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you guys follow me on Snapchat, you definitely see that. Um <laughs> uh yeah man i'd have to do the naked thing because sometimes i don't know you ever just have random ass thoughts like you know i could just kick that kid right in the mouth right now yeah and then you're like oh no that's weird uh what was i looking for shampoo okay and then you just you know you go back to what you're doing yeah just (laughs) random stuff like occasionally i'm just like you know i wonder what would happen if i just drove this truck off this bridge like nah just keep going you know there's just random stuff people would obviously find you crazy for however and i guess in another traffic one time you're like i could just plow this person the side of the railing yeah uh just happened the other day i was coming uh, if you guys are familiar with 80 uh coming from like um gerard where route 11 shoots off to the left and then 80 keeps going i had a guy take the route 11 exit halfway through taking it decides to come back over cut in front of me on the shoulder and i was just mf mf beep beep i'm like 
I'm driving an 80,000 pound vehicle, person. <laughs> this little car. What are you thinking? Who's going to win so, that yeah. fight? Yeah. Yeah. 80,000 pound cruise missile or your little four wheel, uh, you know, five banger. I, I think I got it. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> All right. All right. So this is a question I, I get a good gauge off of people. This, this says a lot about one's character, but it's very hard to choose just one. So I'll allow you to pick a couple if you need to. It's like it's like choosing your favorite kid. I know it's hard to do mm. for parent for parents like us. What is your favorite movie of all time or movies? Um. Hmm. If I were to say favorite movie of all time, I would probably say Blow with Johnny Depp. I've watched that movie countless times on repeat sometimes i just it's a very interesting story and i know it was very theatrical to you know make it entertaining for the uh movies industry but uh i just thought it was crazy especially the way things happened to him like the moment everything you thought was great happened and then oh shit just hit the fan and then fixes everything again everything's perfect and that's what it happens in the movie he goes everything was great and then boom daa pops in or something like that i've watched that movie like Probably at least a hundred times. I love that movie. I, I I definitely say blow. All right. Okay. Um, I've asked this question. This I'm asking everybody. Backstreet Boys are in sync. Uh, I would have to go with uh, shit. You know, <laughs> only in sync when they're with Britney Spears. <sighs> <laughs> like, I I'd probably go with in sync. My first instinct was to say Backstreet Boys, just because. They were like my first love, kind of, if you will. But like, Instinct has more stuff that makes me want to want to jam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can dance more to Instinct than I can something else. So bye bye uh, bye. Actually, yeah, right. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's Friday and I just got paid money, money, money. <laughs> you know, like you just you just really get into it. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it was a fun time. All right. Okay, so so speaking of music. You mentioned that your podcast kind of revolves around music and you've been in bands. Uh, and I know with COVID, I have a lot of friends who are in the entertainment business too, and they're struggling right now. But uh, are you doing any kind of music right now? Are you in a band right now? And if so, tell us a little bit about it. As a matter of fact, yes. Um, I just recently started stuff back up and uh, super stoked that you asked me that because I'm excited. It's been a while. Um, my drummer moved away to las vegas well um i moved into a new neighborhood in majory we bought a house turns out my neighbor plays guitar and stuff he started playing drums for me and then my my drummer had moved back and i was like oh my god jake you want to jam and he was like yeah let's jam so i brought him over told my uh my drummer morgan i was like hey listen i know you're playing drums right now but you should consider playing bass he's like what do you mean so i was like my buddy's coming over you gotta check him out so he comes over checks him out he's like all right so i'm playing bass right and i was like hell yeah like so um we got that going um I got a buddy who I worked with, uh, Mikel Russell. He was on my podcast a few times. Um, he came over. He started jamming. Very great guitarist. Um, and uh, sadly to say, he's currently uh, moving. So uh, we will be replacing him with a, a buddy, Kenny, of ours. And um, But yeah, uh, Transmuting Reality is our name. You can find us on Facebook. That's cool. um, we, we just started recording uh, like crazy. My interface just died. The USB port's going crazy. But yeah, uh, it's it's been a couple of years, man. But I've gotten, I, I would say, very 
good at guitar. Like as much as like I I still think I'm bad. I I I definitely can hang. You know what I mean. And every time we play music together, it's something that I can bang my own head to. Aside from just like yeah, it's fun to play, but it's just it really gets me in the mood kind of deal. But we're working on like a uh, kind of alternative heavy metal deal. You know what I mean. So still heavy, but still have a little bit of slow stuff, and then a little bit of creepiness thrown in there too. You know what I mean. So do you do you do the vocals? Uh, currently, uh, yes, yes, I do. Um, nice. if it gets to be a little bit difficult, I think we might have somebody else step in cause I'm not certain how far we're going to go with it, but, um, I know recording process is a son of a bitch sometimes, but, uh, it was so fun to do it as a whole. You know what I mean? So we got oh, yeah. one single out right now. Well, not out, out, but, uh, almost done. It's going to be mixed and, uh, we're working on a five song EP to put out to release to people and be like, Hey, check us out. I feel like um, anybody who is passionate about something always says, like, oh, I'm really terrible at this. I'm, a, I'm about as good as I think I am, but I'm, like, really bad about it. And that kind of just shows your passion about it because no matter how good you are, you always think you can improve and do better. Yeah, because uh, on that note, too, like, I also know many people who are way better than me. But it's not until the part where you start to play with people who are a little more inexperienced and they're like, dude, you're fucking awesome. And I'm like, nah, 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 like, trust me, watch this kid. And, like, yeah, on both spectrums. Yeah, he's better, but yeah, yeah, it 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 humbles you. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, thanks, man. Like Josh Watkins in his in a, in a pickup truck outside the middle school with an amp, just playing to all the kids. Like, oh, you're amazing, <laughs> yeah. awesome. Hell yeah! It's just a sign out front that says "Free Metal." Playing <laughs> player. They're like, mommy, I want to be like that guy. <laughs> like, no, you don't. Let's go. <laughs> um, For sure. Okay, I have a I have a quick question that I think is more probably unique to you only i think i want to ask you this if you could have one band that you could listen to for the rest of your life and it's the only band or musician artist whatever who do you think it would be oh, oh that's, see, hard. Now that's, that's hard that's a very difficult one um harder than your favorite movie scott come on yeah but I, I i'm more musically inclined than i am movie inclined i would say so that one's very difficult if it was just one i could listen to the rest of my life man I don't know, Adam. That's hard. Um, what? A, pick your top three. Can you do top three? Yeah, yeah, I could probably do top three for sure. Okay, give me, give, um, give us your top three then. These are three bands you listen to for the rest of your life. I uh, definitely say Pink Floyd. Say uh, such an inspiration to me. Uh, just the feeling of the music, um, the feeling in the guitar notes, like it's like the guitar is a vocalist itself. You know what I mean? It's yeah. I've uh, done a lot of stuff with Pink Floyd in my life. They're big inspiration. Um, other than that, um, I would say As I Lay Dying. Um, Tim Lambesis has uh, you know, got a very crooked past, but the music that they put out is just uh, super inspirational to me. The way that they piece all their songs together, it's simple, but it's also complicated. Um, very cool. I, I could throw their albums on repeat all the time. And uh, <laughs> the other third, I'd probably say Post Malone. I, I like a little I, uh, Post Malone, yeah. Usually every Saturday, I bump beer bongs and Bentleys because I I fucking love that album. <laughs> it's so addicting. But yeah, I'd probably say that. It, it I think it's harder for me because I like so many genres. Um, yeah. You know, so if it was just one, I'd be like, well, where'd the rest of the world go? You know, it'd be sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, my last question I have is uh, we talked about music. We talked about movies. Let's talk about television. So say you have some time. If you're sitting around the house, you can throw on any television series. Maybe even it's one you've seen 100,000 times, but you're putting it on for like background noise. Just one of your all time faves just to have on. What show do you put on? Just for background noise or just because I'm getting into it to like rewatch it? You know what I mean? Uh, either or. That doesn't matter. Which which one would you put on? It's like you're folding the kids' laundry or something like that. You're just throwing something on the yeah. just to not pay attention to or you're cooking or, you know, whatever. Uh, my I, wife feel, I feel like if it's a new show you're watching you've never seen before, you kind of want to pay closer attention. But if it's something you're rewatching, you can kind of lose focus and still know what's going on. Man, um, I mean, my wife has some on all the time that I, I mean, I guess I could agree with, uh, but probably Chopped. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, uh-huh. We we have that on background all the time. We'll just throw it on and like sitting there either BSing or on the phone or something. And I look up and I'm like, yo, is that guy attempting to make a raspberry vinaigrette with 30 seconds left? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah that's no? what I'm talking about. That's the yeah. idea. We do it all the time in my house, too. Just, just <laughs> something's on. Yeah, something's hers is on. either Law yeah. & Order or Chopped. If it's not Law & Order, it's Chopped every time. All right. Um, I've got one final one. Um, I'm giving everybody a million dollars butt question. Um, so you get a million dollars, but every time you sneeze, you orgasm. Are you taking it? <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's like a win-win situation. I'll be in the kitchen with a million dollars worth of pepper. Just. Yeah, dude, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. He's going to spend half of that million on new underwear all the time. (laughs) No, no, because I'm already walking around naked from previous questions. Oh, right, right, right. You're good to go. Spend a half a million dollar on mops. All right, well, I'm tapped out of questions, but do you have any more questions, Scott? No, that was my last one. All right, that was got, my last one. We got one. one more thing we're going to do with you, Josh. Uh, we're bringing back Oh, yes. We're bringing back an old segment that we used to do. Um I can't remember if we did it when you were first on the show at the time, but we kind of stopped doing it for a little while, but we're bringing it back. I don't know how long we're going to keep doing it, but we're bringing back douche of the day. Um okay. so Scott and I both have two douches of the called? day. What? Is this why you called me? Cuz I'm douche of the day. Um Spoilers. No, you weren't nominated. You weren't nominated. Uh, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Babe, we're good. <laughs> uh, so what we decided to do is Scott and I are telling all our guests our douche, our nominations for douche of the day, and you get to vote on who you uh, think should be douche of the day. And at the end, we're going to tally them up, and we're going to decide who is douche of the day. I guess douche of the couple weeks or douche of January. I don't know how it's going to go, but you know we've got two douche of the. T- Douche of the 200th episode. Yeah, douche of the 200th episode. Okay. So um, I'll go first. My two okay. picks for douches. One is Mitch McConnell because he's an unbelievable cunt. He's a terrible individual. He's a horrible person. And he probably is, maybe not since this past week, but at least in the past, probably worse than Donald Trump, in my opinion. So I kind of nominated him. He blocked the $2,000 that everybody else wanted to give us because he's a jackass and all this other nonsense so that's kind of my first nomination the other one i have um have you ever heard of a rapper named playboy cardi 
I have not. You have not. You nobody else has heard of him either. So you don't worry about that. But apparently, um, he was. I don't know if they were in a relationship or married or what their statuses of them. But he was with Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea was giving birth to his child, and while she was giving birth to his child, he was at home playing PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. So. Some might say baller move, some might say dick move. I don't know, but I way, say douche. I say douche move. Yes. So either way, that's my nominations for douche of the day. Scott. Okay, I have two as well. I nominated Shia LaBeouf for douche of the day. Uh, old Shia is back at his old tricks again. Uh, recently, it came out that he's a real asshole toward women he's involved with. Uh, he's currently being sued by his ex who says that in a relationship, he has become uh, verbally, mentally, and even sexually abusive towards her. And she's suing him. And uh, the artist Sia, the singer-songwriter Sia, she has come out in support of his ex, saying that she was also in a relationship with him, and it was a secret, nobody knew, and he treated her the same exact way. And we have a history with Shia LaBeouf on this show. Uh, it's too long for me yeah, to get into it right it now. Yeah, we've gone over a few times. Yeah. He's been a douche before, and then we forgave him, and he totally redeemed himself. And now he's back on our shit list. So Shia LaBeouf is nominated for Douche of the Day. My last one, the final one, may come as no surprise. Uh, I'm nominated Donald Trump for Douche of the Day because of everything that happened at the U.S. Capitol with him inciting the riots and doing all that stuff. So no, no big surprise there. So those are the four nominees we have for Douche of the Day. So you have a vote. Which one of those four gets your vote for the douchiest of the douche? I think I'm going to go have, uh, have to go with the turtle. Cool, Mitch, Mitch McConnell. McConnell. Mitch McConnell, okay. all right. Okay. Um, cause as much as I hate Trump, uh, like, don't get me wrong. You know, that's, that is a strong word, but, uh, I guess irks me more. I, I did watch his video when he talked about the proposal for the original bill that they, uh, mm -hmm. released. And it was, I was actually like proud of him for the first time ever because he let everybody know. He's like, Hey, this is a, a 5,000 page thing that nobody read and they said, Hey, vote on it in two hours. And he explained everything right. that was in it. You know, I was like, that was a bold right. move, man. Cool. You let everybody know. But then Mitch you, was just like, yeah, fuck everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, I I mean, you, you make a good point. It's not often that you see Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders agreeing on anything. And <laughs> yeah, they, both, right? they both agreed <laughs> that we should get $2,000 and McConnell was single-handedly the person who stopped it. Hey, if we yeah. got two grand instead of 600, Adam, you could have gotten an even bigger, better PC. Yeah, I would have got, yeah. got a GTX 2050. Goddamn. Yeah, you, you hate McConnell, man. Yeah, fuck this dude. Seriously. Hey, uh, not not to poke fun here, but uh, if you're going to get into the 20 series, it's RTX, bro. Okay? RTX? Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, GTX. GTX died with the 1080. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. For, forgive, forgive me, please. You. Forgive me, please. <laughs> I'm new to the game. I'm new to the building my own PC game. So it's sorry, man. It's sorry. Right. <laughs> All right. So you voted for Mitch McConnell. All right. All right. All right. Before we end this, I got a question for you, gentlemen. Oh. Would you ever consider shaving the bottom half and just bringing the '70s back to the upper lip? Huh. Look at this. Mm -hmm. Look at this. I've considered huh? it actually. 
As you can see, I, the uh, audience can't see, but I've been letting my beard grow, and it's it's scraggly right now because I haven't like brushed it or anything. But I've been letting my beard grow real long, and I'm just kind of letting it go. And I've been I've thought about looking in the mirror and be like, what if I just like shave everything but like right here, like right, I like almost borderline handlebar. <laughs> yeah, I said the same thing. What about you, Scott? So it's funny you mentioned that. Not this past summer because everything was shitty with COVID, but the summer before, my sister got married. Uh, my new, my now brother-in-law had his stag party. We rented a cabin in Cook's Forest, and uh, it went went wild. But we had a porn stash contest where everyone had to grow and shave their best porn stash. And if you're looking at the champion right here, I won <laughs> first prize in the porn stash mustache contest, and I'm proud oh, of it. Man. That's awesome. I have pictures somewhere. I'll post them to our social media. They exist, and it was awesome. I might oh, do. Cool. I might do it for a joke. I wouldn't do it seriously, but I might do it for like a joke or a Halloween costume or something. I Look, just... I kind of did it as a joke, and then I started like really getting into it. I was like, you know, this don't look half bad. You know, this is great. I got to keep this covered. Like, this has got to be covered. So I got to have yeah. something right here. I think my biggest regret about shaving my goatee is now I can see my other chin. <laughs> It just makes me really Why sad. Why do you think my beard is so long? I don't want to see all my other chins. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. All right, man. Hey, yeah, thanks a lot for doing this. Uh, we loved it. We loved it. When Once this all whole thing is over, Adam and I don't like doing the podcast like this either. We like to get together in person. Yeah. So once once we can get together again and throw some back, you're you're on our short list to come back right away. Hell yeah, man. Thanks. I appreciate it, man. It was awesome. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. Yo, Scott, I never thought it could have been done. But we might be better interviewers than Howard Stern. Or Joe Rogan, for instance. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying it. I'm doing it. I'm putting us on that pedestal. Wow, okay. That's that's bold. That's bold. Well, you gotta be bold to get through life. And our final guest joining us is... One I'm very excited about, Adam. Uh, this is somebody that when we first started this podcast almost five years ago now, this is somebody who was on our show more than anybody else. So much so that we changed his title from guest. Remember this, Adam? Yeah, From guest to pop culture correspondence. You see, we got together. We decided, hey, we're going to do a podcast about pop culture. But then we forgot about one key thing. You and I never saw, like, new movies. Like, a new movie would come out, we'd be like, ah, oh, that new movie came out, and neither one of us saw it. I heard it but was this good, guy, but I don't know. But this guy, for some reason, you always were able to see the movies first. So it was great having you on. But then we're kind of catching up with all of our guests. Everybody was like, yeah, I haven't been coming on as much because the key is life gets in the way. And that's very true. But I'm super excited to have our pop culture correspondent back for our special 200th episode. Everybody give it up to Brandon Yurick. Brandon, thanks for coming. How's it going, guys? It's it fantastic going? hearing from you again. It feels like exactly. an eternity since you've uh, been on. My favorite thing is when a, a regular's not on. I just should have said I'm on assignment. He's on assignment. He's been, yeah. He's on assignment. On assignment, yeah. You've been on a a very long assignment. So, uh, so speaking of the pop culture correspondent in you, I know with COVID, everything's been crazy. Not many new films have been showing. But have you seen anything new? 
Oh man, movie or TV show wise? Either or. Let us know. You're yeah. the pop culture. Th- yeah. I didn't see Wonder Woman. Did you guys see Wonder Woman? I haven't watched. I it yet. saw it. I did. I heard it's really bad, so that's why I was kind of hesitant to even watch it. I'm gonna. It have wasn't to. very good. I'm gonna have to before the HBO Max says, "All right, no more like freebies for you." So. I ventured that I think the newest movie I saw. Well, I mean, I see some indie flicks all the time, but I saw Tenet when it was in theaters. Remember, it just said, "Fuck COVID, we're, we're still making, we're still going to the theaters." Mm-hmm. Ventured out for that in the middle of the summer. Eerie, just eerie being in an empty theater for a big movie like that. What's the What's the big deal with Tenet? I don't understand it. Like the, every single time I hear people talk about Tenet, all I hear them say is. I can't wait for Tenet, but I never hear anything about the movie, so I've never like given into the hype because every, every literally anytime anybody says anything, they're like, "I can't wait for Tenet." Like Tenet, but this Christopher Nolan Tenet movie is gonna be great. And I'm like, well, "What's it about?" Like I don't know, just you know, it's gonna be. You know, I can't wait for it though. I've never heard anybody say anything about it. So like, what's the deal with uh, Tenet? Why is it so so praised? Why is it so people? I mean, it's Chris it? Nolan, and he got he got extra heady on this one with. Um... It, it it's like someone there's this CIA group they find out that somebody from the future is sending stuff to the past so sometime in the future someone developed time travel and they're sending stuff to the past to help out their younger self like amass money arms terrorist stuff so basically Biff Tannen yes okay okay cool that, that cool, old okay. story yeah I saw it I loved it but my first reaction was oh man people are going to hate this movie. It's just, it's, it, you have to think about it too much. Like you almost have to get a pen and paper out and start drawing connections for, to make sense. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, like that's... I said, I don't know anything about the movie. So I was like, I, I, I guess I'll watch it at some point, but I saw it at Walmart the other day. I was like, I should buy this movie. And then I was like, why should I buy this movie? I don't know anything about it. I don't get it. They almost yeah, grabbed that, me. That, uh, that explanation is, sounds like it's pretty par for the course for christopher yeah. nolan films yeah okay cool cool all right so what we're gonna do brandon is we are going to fire off some questions at you uh they're gonna be all over the place some of them are gonna be relatively normal other ones are gonna be zany and off the wall so uh so yeah just give us your best answers however you can adam why don't you hit them first okay um there's a few overlapping questions that i had for some of the people we interviewed and there's a few that i considered unique that i tried to give to either one or two of the people um this one i believe is a unique one that i gave to only laura uh besides you if you could watch if you could only watch movies from one filmmaker for the rest of your life who would it be Hmm. i figured you're a big movie buff you might this might be a good question for you I got a lot of favorite filmmakers. I'm trying to think of one that dips into multiple genres, or else I'm gonna kind of like pigeonhole myself in the one thing. Man, Steven Spielberg is almost too much of a cop out because he's done so much for so long. Uh, hmm. I mean, you could pick up if you want. It doesn't really matter. No, I'm not going to. I'm, I think I'm gonna go Darren. I, I'm I'm gonna go with my favorite director, probably Darren Aronofsky. Okay. He hasn't done a lot, but he did Requiem for a Dream, The Fountain. Um, did you guys see Mother? Uh, yes. Yeah. That weird ass film. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 
uh, the fighter or the wrestler. The wrestler, remember that one with the Mickey Rourke? Yeah. Yeah, it was a good movie. I mean, his movies are the best, and you can like you know really take a big bite out of them and let them stew for a Black Swan. Oh, oh yeah. that movie is. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's some stuff in there. Okay. That's an interesting answer. I don't know. I kind of. I'm, I'm thinking David Cronenberg though too now. Thinking <laughs> David Cronenberg. Yeah, it's 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 a tough question. It so is. I will admit it is. Who'd you guys choose for that one? We didn't ask each other. We've only been asking our interviewees. We should probably answer these, Adam. We're we're kind of. I, I want to know what you guys think. Um, if I had to pick one, um. It, yes, as you said, it is a tough question. I know I, yours I, easy. I, I want to say Kevin Smith because yes, I, I am course. a Kevin Smith fanboy, but I can't but imagine. Not a lot there. I, that's what I mean. <laughs> I can't imagine watching just those like what eight movies or nine movies or however many movies he has over and over and over again. Um, I would probably have to go. I guess I would go Christopher Nolan because he has a pretty decent range of movies he's got uh he's got the batman movies he's got inception he's got all those like really cool and typically his movies tend to be really good like it's it's not know. often hit or miss with him he's, he tends to make good movies yeah so i'd probably cop out and go christopher nolan you cover some good bases there too you got your superhero film you've got like the prestige you got your period piece yeah. you got a bunch of stuff yeah, yeah. How about you, Scott? Okay, you answer it? Okay, so, so I mean, I know Brandon's first thought went to Spielberg, and he was like, oh, no, that's too much of a cop-out, which I guess it kind of is. But I kind of want to say Spielberg because if you look at my, my favorite films of all time, it's fucking him. Like, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, Jaws, uh, like, all, all the, those movies. I just love him. But if I had to move on from that... I do love Wes Anderson a lot, but oh, yeah. just watching those style of films the rest of your life would be very difficult. That's a little you much. Yeah. The most hipster person I've ever seen. Yeah, I know. I love, I love Wes Anderson's movies, but I have to sprinkle them in with the real world too, or they kind of lose their luster. Yeah. So I don't know. So I, I kind of don't want to say Spielberg if I had a gun to my head. I would accept would Spielberg. Get a Wes Anderson montage every time you get ready in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So sticking with movies, and you were talking about your favorite filmmaker, this one I've been asking everybody, and this is a very important question to me. This really judges people's character. I ask... What is your favorite film of all time? Now, before you answer, people are always rolling their eyes and go, how do I pick just one? And I understand. It's like picking your favorite kid is how I how I define it. So if you have to pick a couple, that's okay. But just give us a few of your favorites so the listeners can say, oh, this is the kind of person he is. I see. Man, it's probably Empire Strikes Back, to be honest. I mean, okay. I think that's the first, that's the first movie I remember just, I loved it as a kid, and then like I would rewatch it through different periods of my life, and just have a whole new appreciation for it as I matured. And it might be the perfect Star Wars movie. It might, it might honestly. Yeah. Be. So I have been 
giving I'm a number. Throw in a I'm gonna throw in like Dawn of the Dead as well. I think that's another important film for me too. I'll do Dawn of the Dead. The original. The one? original. Yeah, the original. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say original or the remake, but it's important. That's another important question. Original or remake. Um, Before zombies were mainstream, it just kind of kept my brain rolling, and I was able to fantasize about that. Just that scenario, like how cool it'd be to be in a mall, what you do, and stuff like that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, zombies have been overplayed, in my opinion, these days. Yeah, oh, much. here we go. It's, it's been oversaturated, Scott. Shut up. I think they're coming. I think like they they've taken some time off, and there's still some good zombie stuff out there. I don't know if they've taken any time off. I don't know, but I don't know about that. I took, I think I took time off, and I yeah, came I th- back to it. I think you took time off, but they've been still going hard. So, all right. Um, so here's another of my weird questions. I have a uh, I have a fuck Mary kill question. Um, F Mary kill, Brandon, Jar Jar Binks, mm-hmm. Admiral Akbar, and Porkins. Porkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, kill immediately, Jar Jar. I mean, <laughs> it, it just—I I know what he was going for, but it just so he missed it. I mean, Jar Jar just missed the point so far. Uh, so we got fuck and Mary. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna—I think I'm going fuck Akbar. I—I—it's something exotic, something different, something foreign. I don't know, some foreign weird, and. uh and Mary Porkins. Oh, Mary Porkins. Porkins, he was committed to a deep cause, something he believed in. That seems mm-hmm. like someone you want to build something with. Oh, I love me some Porkins. Porkins he needs but a at- win. He needs a win. But don't the uh, the the Mon Calamari don't they don't they spawn? So you would he would just like lay eggs. They do. They lay eggs, so you would just have to like all over the eggs, and that'd be an easy F. Break the eggs. <laughs> okay all right so i may have asked you this one before if i did forgive me who would win in a fight an adult male african lion or 50 wee people <laughs> it's the wee people um i've watched a lot of animal fights and uh surprisingly lions get fatigued out pretty fast everybody's like, picked like a, just a few Everybody's picked a the few wee people so have far. like worn them out. Like after like fifteen twenty minutes, I think we people can go. I mean, don't get me wrong; you're gonna lose probably half. Yeah, you are. You're gonna lose some. <laughs> yeah, you're also, gonna lose some. I want to make a point of are saying they able this. To pick up like rocks. No, bare hands. Ba- small bare hands. I still think they got it. Okay. Okay. Also. <laughs> I'm going to make a point to say this, Scott. In each interview that you've asked this question, you've na- named small people a different thing every time. At one point, you called <laughs> them midgets. At another point, you called them dwarves. Now you call them wee people. I like midgets, though. Midget seems politically correct to me still. I keep being told it's not. I uh, See, I did that, Adam, because I'm really not sure what the PC term is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure so I I'm, gave so you I'm the covering PC all term my bases. before. I gave, I gave it to you in one of the Yeah, you said, you said small people. But that doesn't mean like like I have friends who are like under five foot tall, but they're like they're regular people that are just short of stature. So what? We like, people no, I'm not aren't regular about... people now, Scott. But they're regular people, <laughs> but they, they have uh, 
they have a, a the dwarfism gene. I don't fucking know, Adam. I just want to know who would win in a fight. Dwarfism gene is so bad. I hope it's all. Yeah, there's no winning. <laughs> there is no winning. There is no winning with this question. I, no, I just there sound isn't. like a bit. I sound like a bigot every time I ask it. Okay. All right, your turn, Adam. Yeah, Get my turn. Uh, if you had to choose between going naked for the rest of your life or having a thought bubble appear above your head with your immediate thought that you're thinking at that moment, which would you choose? Oh, it's not multiple choice. Uh, no, you pick one. You pick one. You either you either go naked for the rest of your life, or your thought bubbles above your head and all your thoughts are uh, splayed out for the whole world to see. Like, like it would be okay. Uh, fuck, man, I'll just go naked. There you go. I hate people. I, I can't. <laughs> I can't be in public anymore. So I, I'm just gonna go naked. All right. All right. Okay. So my question uh, is in regards to what's going on. So I had heard from my sister that you are working on a project. Are you? Are you making a movie? Are you in the works of making a film? Yeah. You look. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm making. We're 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 putting together a script right now for a short indie flick. Um. It's actually gonna be a throwback to like '70s, um, like dystopian horror, kind of like um, Logan's Run or something like oh. that. Like you know, Logan's Run's one of my all-time favorites. I, I think it needs a redo. I love Logan's Run. Yeah, so just like that, toilet green stuff like that. Very cool, very cool. I don't want you to give away too much. I know you're in the the early process, but uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we might need some actors if you guys are ever interested. It's white on actors, but I need some cult members. <laughs> if you're looking for a Z-list podcaster that appears on video, <laughs> I'm, I'm your guy right here. <laughs> All right, uh, this is a question that I've asked every single person that we've interviewed so far, and it's probably the most important question I can ask, Brandon. So, what do you think? Backstreet Boys are in sync. Going in sync. In sync. They seem to be the clear-cut winner. I think only one person has picked Backstreet Boys so far. Even even when they were both out, Backstreet seemed too mainstream. I mean, they were both mainstream, but something about NSYNC had a little bit more of an edge. <laughs> That's a great answer. I like I, that. I think, I think the end of the the end of the NSYNC album seemed to have a few more hits than the end of the Backstreet Boys albums. Seems like the Backstreet Boys front loaded their albums. Ah, uh, so the deep cuts for NSYNC were more were <laughs> better bangers than yeah. BSB. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> That's a great way to answer that question. All right, okay, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, if you're a, you're into tabletop gaming, board games. That that's that's your shit. We know we've talked about it on the show before. Uh, what are what are some games you would recommend to people who are interested into doing it? The first game you gotta pick up to to just see if you like delving into tabletop games. I think has to be Settlers of Catan. That's a classic. Uh, I always hear about. It, it, you will you will quickly outgrow it after like a year or so, but it's so cheap and it's everywhere and it's something you should probably just try out to see if you like gaming like that. Okay. Um, you got to get a party game covered, so I'd probably do uh, I'd probably do like uh, Cards Against Humanity. 
see it. Oh, like, that's a good one. I like that. Um, <laughs> and then something that's becoming just as classic as Monopoly is Ticket to Ride. It's a train game. Hmm. Collect cards, build trains, complete your route. Is that is it? Uh, is that like an on like a a fake map and you have to like complete like a train route from like one side to the other yeah. kind of thing? I think I've seen. Yeah. I think I've seen like a tabletop simulator uh, gameplay of that before. Yeah, I think it would look interesting. To, um, yeah, it's great. Um, they make like Ticket to Ride Europe, Ticket to Ride France, just to mix it up and stuff like that. That's cool. I like that. Um, all right, my next question, Brandon. This is this is another important one. You get, it's a, it's going to be a tough decision for you. Um, you got Voldemort. And the Emperor from Star Wars are both drowning. You gotta save one. Who do you save? You have no choice. You can't let them drown. You can't drown yourself. You gotta pick one to save. Hmm. Probably save the Emperor, I guess. The Emperor. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I mean... Voldemort had no endgame. Voldemort had no endgame. I, I don't know. He just, want, he just seemed just evil. I feel like Palpatine had some plan, some semblance of a plan, even though it's evil, but. I mean, even if you don't save him, Disney's going to come along and dredge his body from the briny depths and clone him anyway. So, what the hell's <laughs> yeah, the use? I mean, hey, Palpatine might teach me how to avoid death, so. Fair enough. Maybe he'll sway me that way. Fair enough. Okay. Who, me? All right. La I'll answer it if you want. I because I actually have a thought. I would pick Voldemort. Here's why. Because Voldemort. Easier to beat after he saves. <laughs> well, there's that. But Voldemort is only interested in like Earth and like the Muggles and the non and like ruling Earth. Palpatine's like galactic wide. He wants to control everything. So, you know, I figured if we're, if we got to save one evildoer, save one and minimize the uh, the damage of the galaxy. That's mighty noble of you. I am. I know I'm a noble soul. <laughs> yeah, but in the Harry Potter universe, there's just Earth anyways. I So, I mean, the threat is just still as... You don't know that shit. You can look, look at you. You don't know what... You don't know You don't know the extended universe shit. You, you don't know <laughs> what she's got there, coming next. Harry Potter? <laughs> you don't know what they got coming next. They got tons of shit down the pipeline they're going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I would argue that the Emperor had a loose grip on probably more than half of the Star Wars universe. He can't keep the whole outer rim under his fist. What he can't what he can't keep though, he tries to destroy. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> hey, speaking of Star Wars, I found out the um you guys know uh you know you guys watch the Mandalorian of course. Um, oh absolutely. They uh I didn't know Mandalore was pretty much destroyed in between a new hope and empire. Yeah, you guys aware I, of that? I I when, we, when I was watching season two of Mandalorian, I was doing some deep dives on Wikipedia, just kind of like mm -hmm. read up some little stuff. And yeah, I read that apparently they just like decimated the whole planet and everything like that. And yeah. it became like almost I assumed a wasteland. it happened way before A New Hope. I well, didn't know it was happening like, during the original trilogy. I could be wrong. I'm not like the biggest Star Wars like encyclopedia. But from what I was reading, it seemed like mandalore centuries ago or something like that was always like a war type race a war type planet and so like they decimated their own 
planet for the most part. Like they kind of destroyed mm-hmm. a lot of shit. And it was only like when the new age of Mandalorians that built those globe cities, uh, those like really like high hoity toity Mandalorians that love like all the pristine shit came along. They built those like globe cities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But this outside those cities was still like burnt to shit and everything. So are you talking about the Mandalorians from like Clone Wars? Yeah, like, yeah. The one that was sucking Obi Wan's dick. Yeah, hardcore. Okay, okay. Yeah, they were like different Mandalorians. I didn't really get them, but okay, cool. Yeah. Adam, I know this isn't gonna help our audio <laughs> listeners, but I gotta ask you: Is that a fly swatter hanging on your wall? It is. With like a flower on it. It very much what? is. There is a fly swatter hanging on my wall. So when I moved into this apartment. Um, there was a, there was a lot of, there's some stuff in here and I kind of like told the landlady, I was like, eh, just take it all. I don't, I don't really need any of this stuff. Just take it all out of here. And she just left it on the wall and I just never took it down. And now I don't think I'm ever going <laughs> to take like it, it down at this I point. Like so... <laughs> well, you told me you're afraid of ghosts. No. Okay. Like, like, yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> Is the haunted? No. He doesn't want to move anything. It'll disturb the spirits. All right, listen, listen. When I first moved into this apartment, or when I was looking at this apartment, one of the things I asked the landlady, because these apartments that she rents out tend to be more older people driven. Uh, there's not a lot of young people around here. I'm pretty much the youngest person that lives in these apartments. And uh, she said the person who was in here before me was really sick. And so I asked the question. I was like, well, did she die in this apartment? And she's like, no, 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 no. Like, I was like, okay, good. Uh, and like, there was, well, like there's a mirror that's on the wall to my right. And if you look in the mirror, it gives you like a straight shot to like this back little corner where like the bathroom, my bedroom is. And the, in my brain, I can just see myself one night, 11 o'clock at night. I've had a few rum and Cokes and I look in that mirror and all of a sudden I see this weird fucking face staring back at me from the wall so I told her, and so she asked me was like you want me to leave the mirror and i was like no no she's like you sure and i told her i was like i don't want any like look it's gonna sound weird i don't want any like ghosts looking at me in the middle of the night <laughs> through that mirror i'm sorry that's i literally told her she's like uh okay and i'm like yeah that's me so that's great <laughs> scott you got another question yeah, I have one more final question. I have uh, one more too. I, I don't know how to follow up the I ain't afraid of no ghost <laughs> story, but I'm gonna try my best. Um so if you're just hanging out around the house and you just turn your TV on and you put on like a show, just a show maybe you've seen a thousand times before, just something to have on for background sound or whatever. What's a show or two that you would put on just to watch? Oh, man. This is embarrassing, but I like just this gonna sound so like it'll be like everybody loves Raymond or King of Queens. It's just easy watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what? Don't be embarrassed it. about that. That those are some good shit. That's yeah. good shit right there. Yeah, it's just it's like junk food consumption. You know what I mean? It's, right. Yeah, dude, that's some good shit right there. I love I love me some everybody loves Raymond. Um, I, I'm going back to it now that it's on the Peacock, and uh, Robert reminds me of Jason, my oh, cousin, a lot. Pe- no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my last question for you uh, is a million dollars butt question. You get a million dollars, but every time you open a freezer or you experience any temperature, let's say below 35 degrees Fahrenheit, you have to quote Arnold Schwarzenegger from Batman and Robin. <laughs> For the rest of your life, but you get a million dollars. 
I would do that for way less. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So you, every single time you open the fridge, like, you, it's like, ice to meet you. Uh, <laughs> I expected Brandon to be like, shit, I'm going to do that for fun. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'll pay you <laughs> to do that. Easy. Yes. 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 All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. That was my last one, Done. Scott. Okay. Hey, speaking speaking of Arnold in that movie, have you guys um, you guys hear the story how he's got the suit still? No. Ar- Arnold has the actual suit. He wasn't supposed to take it. He like took it home. How do you steal that big ass still. suit? He just took it home. It was made for him. But Warner Brothers had a connection. They were like, "Oh my gosh, get our legal people on this." But they were like, "Shit, Arnold's got it. We can't just like, what? How's it gonna look on us if we have a legal case against Arnold to get this back?" So they struck up a deal that every year Arnold pays one dollar to Warner Brothers to rent the suit. <laughs> they don't want to mess with hmm. Arnold. They see how That's much he lifts. They don't want to mess with him. <laughs> I know. I imagine every year on the anniversary of that movie coming out, he just dons the costume and he puts a little makeup on his face and he looks himself in the mirror and he just does quotes from that movie. Just all day long. Yeah. Alright. So we have... You, you've got no more questions, right, Scott? No, that's it. That's okay. it. Besides the, uh, which where I think you're going here. Yeah. So go ahead. So we decided to revive one past segment that we haven't done really in a while. And we've decided to revive the Douche of the Day segment. And we're having all of our guests vote on who they think the Douche of the Day is so far. I have two, and Scott has two. And we're going to tell you what we have, and you're going to vote and see who it is. So, uh... Okay. Scott, I'll go first, if you don't mind, okay. and then you can go, go ahead. after me. Uh, my first nominee for Douche of the Day, or Douche of the 200th episode, is Mitch McConnell for being an unbelievable bastard. He is the devil incarnate, in my opinion. He is, bes- maybe not before this past week, but he is worse than Donald Trump in many ways. And I just decided to name him my Douche of the uh, 200th episode. Simple as that. Uh, my next nomination is for uh, rapper Playboy Cardi. Have you ever heard of Playboy Cardi, Brandon? I've heard. I don't know much about them or what they did. That's fine. You're the first person that said they've actually heard of them, so that's fine. Uh, apparently, he was with Iggy Azalea. I don't know if they're still together now or what the deal is with that, but he is the father of Ig- one of Iggy Azalea's kids. I don't know if she has more than one kid, but recently when she was giving birth, to her kid, uh, to his child, he was at home playing PlayStation. In the middle of giving birth, he was at home playing the PlayStation. I just think it's a douchey thing to do. It's a really douchey thing. But how is that different than the guys that just waited out in the lobby with cigars? At least they're, they're there. At least they're there. You know, they're in. They're like a couple rooms away. It, so it would be different for you if you're playing PlayStation just a couple rooms away during the birth? Yeah, at least make the effort to go to the damn hospital. Unpl- <laughs> unplug the system, head down to the hospital, and plug it in and play <laughs> Warzone while your wife, while your uh, girl's giving birth. That's pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, my two nominees are a little bit different. They are both gentlemen who have won Douche of the Day in the past, and they're both being nominated again. My first nominee is Shia LaBeouf. I'm nominating Shia again because he's back in the news. I don't know if you've heard. He's being sued. 
Yeah, he's being sued by his ex-girlfriend because he's abusive in many, many ways. And we were we were hard on Shy in the past. We kind of forgave him and he redeemed himself. And now he's back on our shit list. So I'm glad you heard about it. So yes, I nominate Shia LaBeouf. And I'm also nominating Donald Trump again because he won't concede the election still. And there he is firing up his crazy QAnon radicals to go attack the Capitol and yeah, douche of the day. So those are my two nominees. So now you have to decide between those four, who is your vote for douche of the day? Oh, man. It's a toughie, I know. I'm probably going to go Mitch McConnell. I, okay. I, I just... I, everybody wanted $2,000, bro. Everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said this before when we had one of our other guests on. It's not often that uh, Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders agree on anything. And they both wanted to give $2,000 to all of us. And McConnell is the person who stopped that. Yeah, I'm not an economist. I'm not, um, you know, statistician or anything. But they were all saying, too, $2,000 is what's needed. It's what would help out a lot. I mean, there was no downside to it. I just don't get it. Yep. I, I don't get it. Pure uh, selfishness. Though, man. I, the, the woman he beat up was um, the girl I, I have a crush on from... Uh, the crown. She plays Princess Margaret on the crown. So I was pretty upset about that. Oh, I yeah. That... I haven't. I haven't seen the crown since season two. And I think that was the last season I, I, I watched. I don't know if it makes it better or worse, but like I heard an explanation that he beat her because he's a method actor and he was playing someone abusive. And I'm like, really? I I I think that makes it worse. I think it makes it yeah. you know, just just as bad, if not worse. You know, because he's making an excuse at that point. So I would say that's a little worse because he's trying to justify it. So Mm -hmm. is that really what he said? Because he's a method actor. Yeah, he's full out. That's fucked up. Like on Fury, I think he went full religious with his Bible and became an alcoholic and all that for that role and shit. I I think I think method actors need to take it down a notch. They need to take it down it's, a notch a little bit. They're a little too much. They need to. They need to stop it. Yeah, I've heard other you know prestigious actors in the past too say method acting is kind of just it's bullshit. It, there's no, no need to be like that. Did you guys see here uh, Tom Tom Cruise when he was yelling on the set because the dude wasn't wearing a mask? <laughs> that's like the one time I'm gonna like agree with a celebrity when they yell on set. Normally that's like a douchey thing to do, but like he was completely in the right for what he was doing. It was great. I'm so torn on Tom Cruise. Every time I hear a story or an interview with him, I like him, but then, like, I remember Scientology and yeah. all the fuck that goes yeah. on there. Well, you said, when you when you started that by saying Tom Cruise yelling at somebody on the set, I'm thinking, Tom Cruise yelling at somebody on the set. That sounds like a normal Tuesday night. <laughs> but, so, but for the mask, I guess I'll cut a little bit of slack for that one. Have you guys seen uh, Tom Cruise's teeth? Have you guys ever Googled this? No. Wait, Should we? Up teeth? The way you look at Tom Cruise for the rest of your life. So, um, 
most people have a split down the middle of their two front teeth. Yeah. Well, his mm-hmm. tooth is directly in the center. Just type in, like, Tom Cruise center tooth. <laughs> it's just... It auto-finished it, auto it for me, so let's see what's going on here. We'll have to post pictures of this for our listeners. What the fuck? He's got... Yeah, I'm looking at that same picture. He's got... Yeah, you're right, where it's normally split, where it's like kind of even, where it's like one tooth on one side, one tooth on the other side of the center of his face. He's got one tooth in the middle of his face. Yeah, it's just, it's bizarre. I'm not describing oh, it my. properly enough. You Listeners, you got to look this up. Google it. What? Go- Google world? me, Chuck. Google me, Chuck. <laughs> I did not know that, and now I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Um... All right, so you voted for Mitch McConnell. I think uh, we have all our votes in. What? You guys, you guys like put in Hitler there twice. You gotta just, she just kept all shy, so it was actually tough. Like all shy, I love (laughs) (laughs) people hurt millions of people, and like one person hurt one person. So it's like no contest. Hey, it's the two hundredth episode, so we we took all the breaks off. All right. Well, thank you, Brandon, very much for coming on to our 200th episode. We're going to have to get you to come back on for a regular show so you can have a regular episode. In person, where all three of us can get drunk and talk about movies. It'll be fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Do you have anything that you want to plug or anything like that? Anything going on? No? No, you're still... Just don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. Wear your mask so I can go back to going to bars and shit. Exactly. I want to have a beer. When, when you have news of the uh, movie you're working on, let us know so we can plug it on here too. So, All right. yeah. All right, sounds good, guys. All right, bud. Thanks for coming on. Well, that's it, Scott. We made it through 200 episodes officially. You got a chance to listen to all our probably some of our favorite guests that we've had on the show. They've all said their piece. It was a fun, fun two-parter episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh awesome both parts of this episode like i said before i still think it's one whole episode <laughs> but we're not going to argue semantics right now i had a lot of fun uh i want to say thank you to uh mike deloney laura kale josh watkins brandon yurick thank you guys and lady for being our guests uh We'll have all of you back on the show, hopefully in person, very, very soon. Definitely. Uh, we have a winner for the douche of the day also. Uh, Brandon uh, sealed the deal. Mitch McConnell is douche of the 200th episode. He, is, he has yes, won the prize. Yes. You know what, Adam? I, I, I was going to vote for Mitch McConnell myself anyway. So I, I, I'm, I'm happy with that. Like, like we said, any four of the uh people we nominated could have easily been the douche of the day but uh mitch mcconnell for not giving us that two grand that we much needed you sir are the douche of the day hey i want to give a couple other uh thank yous and shout outs uh lone star beer is the beer of the show a beer of the 200th episode. So uh, this is a segment we might be bringing back. We just got to get that, uh, you know, that 
form filled out with yeah. the, the spreadsheet. Yeah, we'll get that done. And um, like I like I said, the opening. Uh, big shout out to uh, the Electronic Media Collective for hosting all of our shows on there. If you guys haven't been there, head on over to the Electronic Media Collective dot com and check out our show and all the other great shows on there. Also to the Be Real Podcasting Network, the network that we are a part of. Uh, go ahead over to Podbean, search for Movie Guys Podcast. The Movie Guys are our sister station. We do a lot of great stuff with them. They do a lot of great stuff with us. Their show's fantastic. You can also find them on YouTube and just about anywhere you listen to your podcasts. So big shout out to those guys. Without them, we wouldn't be here at episode 200. Most importantly, though, we got to thank you, the listeners. You yes. guys who have stuck with us for 200 full episodes. I hope we can go for another 100 at least. Oh, I want another 200. I want, I want another, another I want, 200. I want 500. Let's screw your 200. I'm going 500. All right. All right. <laughs> hey, Adam, I want to say thank you to you my my part my partner in crime my buddy i know i always have these great ideas and i said hey let's do a fucking podcast and you you held me to it you made me follow through with one of my ideas which not many people do and because of that that's where we are and i want to say thank you so much for all your hard work you're the guy who does all the editing, all the uploading. You have all the equipment, all the recording. You are the heart and soul of this show. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> Big shout out. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Oh, I'm blushing. Thank you very much, Scott. Thank uh -huh. you for, you know, bringing all the fun stories. You're you always the life of the show for the most part. So thank you very much for sticking with of me. Of course. Thank you. Yes. We will see you for the next show. <laughs>